we're in California. We're in downtown LA. This is the hub center of cannabis. Yeah. If any weed that ever got selected has to go through here somehow and will be here somehow, right? And I will smoke that shit and I will find it. So I smoke all sorts of different strains. And sometimes like I'll smoke a random <coughs> strain and it'll get me higher than I ever seen. Cause like yeah. I guess the phenos hit me differently. But other than that, bro, there's a lot of dope people, dope brands that are just not getting the same lemon cherry gelato and bagging it up. Mm-hmm. They're actually going through the process process of having their grow, yeah. having great growers, the people that are work like they work with correctly and they know what they want, mm-hmm. and then the type of weed they want. Once, five, throw them twenties, looking dumb in the club, throw no money. Didn't want me, it's so funny. Now nah, they get kill it, go get her or go for me. I done made a couple of hundred through pandemic. Hard six Vegas like P, no damn limit. Yo ass nigga money was short, that damn midget. Lifestyle rebels won't work, I can't fit it. Then he plus the fuck on Netflix. Get it on the prompt and I'm hitting the next bitch. Bitch, your last nigga don't exist. What's going on, guys? Big Chief here. Welcome back to another episode of To Be Blunt. I'm here with your co-host, DJ Birdwater. Birdwater in the buildings. Friday, you already know the vibe. We're rolling up. I came three. He's got two fatties. And I got one. I got actually got one right here and got two right there. Oh, she's got two and a half. Hey. Two and a half. Can I tell you what's in this blunt? Is so, it AMG? One of it, part of it's AMG, part of it is some real OG sour diesel. OG sour diesel. Like original like, sour diesel. Oh, I was like, OG sour diesel cross. So like it's a sativa. It's mixed. So it's a sativa with what? Gelato, which is my favorite, and some sour D, bro. The home, whoa, pause. The homie smoking sativa blunts. No, try it. Let me see. It's heavy. The homie smoking sativa blunts. Is it indica? Like, feel like indica? Yeah. No, rip that shit. I want to taste it first. Yeah, yeah. Sour D in that bitch. Oh, it's gassy. Yeah, see? It tastes good. I be mixing that shit. I'm gonna take that blunt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how long has it been since you smoked anything like that old school weed? <laughs> the old school weed, actually, really, really honestly, bro, uh, I actually did. Let me remember the strain. I actually smoked originals like San Fernando Valley OG. Mm-hmm. Really old, piney, old, OG, right like right. the SFV OG piney. Yeah, I smoked it <laughs> about every week, bro. <coughs> Shout out to the homies from Cure Company. Shout out to my homies uh, from Yellow Thumb. Yeah, they both gave me that cut right there, bro. Oh mm. my gosh, they both taste amazing, piney. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone got their little little gas to it, but that's funny. It's the pineyness, bro. You said the Cure Cure Company. This is the Cure Lotto in here. Shout out to you. <laughs> See? But no, like, so my boy, was, he was growing this, and I was like, yo, I got to try that. Because first time, the last time I tried Sour D was in New York a while ago, like five, six years ago. And that was fire. And I was like, I wonder if this They is- die for that shit over there. Yeah, it's still the popular haze, strain. Yeah, the Sour the D. It's still a popular shit. strain, bro. But yeah, I was like, I want to try this shit, bro. When we were at MJ BizCon, this New York guy came up to my brother and gave him a uh, like a bag of weed, right? Uh-huh. Half of it was haze and the other half was sour D. <laughs> Damn. I was like, what the fuck? Those two I was New like, York that's some strength. crazy shit right here, my yeah, boy. And I, yeah. I gave him his props. He had dope packaging too. <clears throat> but this this time, like, it was weird because I'm used to, like, the sour D, like, all, like, squished together type shit. You feel me? Like, small little, like, look like chronic stress nugs like that. This shit came out fat as fuck, bro, because it was grown indoor. Like, 
I got a pound in the car. It's fat as shit, bro. Is it like GMO? <laughs> Just I don't know. No, it's the fucking sour D, bro. It's crazy. No, nah, it's because GMO nuts be fat. Oh, yeah, yeah, Hey, yeah. so look. Would you be able to smoke... Nothing but old school strains or new school strains. If you can just pick one forever, that's all you have to smoke. Old school or yeah. new school? I'd probably go with the old school. Why? Because gelato's always been here. Gelato's new school. No. Gelato's really? new school. Yes. Also, Sour D, Orange Kush, all that shit's OG. All no, the gelato's and the runs yeah. come from the gelato's yeah. and all the candies, they come from the original gelato's. Yeah. You feel me? I'd probably pick those. And then school. the gelato's like ice cream sherbet and ice cream cakes and those crosses. Mm. So yeah, then those school. originate new from. School. You feel yeah. me? Those are even, even that is new school. Yeah. And that's kind of old to us. You yeah. know what I mean? So, like, I think you have to search when you're looking at old school and new school. Like, okay, new school is. How would you, like, am I classifying it correctly? No, I agree. Yeah. Like, I mean, when I started smoking, it was like OG, it was like uh, Orange Kush. There was no Mango cookies. Kush. Yeah. Uh, purple Kush. Everything just, was Kush. Yeah. Bubba, Bubba Kush. Bubba Kush. That was like everything back the, then. They still have Bubba packs. <laughs> yeah, they still do. China Bubba Man packs wear. will never die yeah. for some reason. Fuck no, bro. And I feel like OG will never die. That's why I'm thinking. And obviously, when you go through that first stage of smoking, it's like the highest you'll get. You'll be getting. Like now, when the weed's elevating now, like I get faded as shit. But back then, I'd get so high, I couldn't even do anything. You got like four hour eyes back yeah, then. Yeah, huh? yeah, that was crazy. You think our is? Do you think it's because our like uh, tolerance? Yeah, I feel like because I, I think raised, about huh? it all the time, like because like I was sick like a week ago, and I didn't smoke for like seven, eight days. I wasn't sick for that long. It's like my body to kind of like you know get fully recovered. But then I'm like thinking like, bet when I it's been like seven, eight days when I hit this blunt, I'm gonna get. Faded, faded as fuck. I was high as fuck, but I wasn't that high where you just stuck on stupid. You know Zeus? Mm-hmm. You, you're not the guy Zeus that cuts, like, the barber, the guy that cuts hair, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So pretty much he smokes weed, but he smokes whatever weed. Uh-huh. As soon as he smoked our blunt, he can't even take more than two hits. And he goes, <laughs> bro, it was way too strong. Bro. So I got him the snow cones, and yeah. he hits, like, three, four hits of those. He goes, bro, he's so faded, bro. He tells me, hey, I have to build up to your weed, my tolerance. Yeah. I'm like, bro, the weed that we have, bro, if you're smoking a blunt of triple scoops, there's no way you're not high for four hours. Yeah, no, you're going to be deep faded, deep high. But like, I, that's why I feel like some of the new school strains, like a, a lot of them went for flavor. Yeah. But if you really want crazy amount of THC, it's probably going to taste like fucking shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's going to taste like straight, like plant matter. You know what I mean? So you're going to go with the new school too? Uh, new. I'm going with the... Is there as weird if I say it like that? The old, uh, the old school, new school. Like when the crosses of the old new school. When they started, like in the mid. No, when they cross the new school <coughs> strains with the old schools, like they get really like, uh, like purpley strains, and mm -hmm. they go with a really piney as OG in the back, and they mm -hmm. make sour power OG. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Stuff yeah. like that. Like they go and get like uh, triple scoops, just yeah. the way, same way gelato yeah. OG and this. It's just a lot of structures. Like right now, when they do the genetics, mm -hmm. they get a bunch of different cuts, right? And then they choose what it wants to taste like, what it wants to feel like from the strain that they're mixing a part of until they get that strain cut. Mm -hmm. And then they might discover something new along the journey or yeah. they go get their strain, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. other than that, I don't know. I feel like all weed is good weed. The only thing, the only <laughs> weed that I it wish would be as heavy as it was when I first started because we're big OG heads. I feel like it's hard to just find a pure straight OG. And yeah, there's pure OG, like shout out Blue Moon, they got pure OG, that's fire. There's other brands that have fire OG, like that's the Kushko. Kushko, they have fire ass OG. But it's like, 
you gotta go through that, or you can't just find that regularly. If that makes sense, like yeah, those shirts are very hard to grow. And OG then, is very hard to grow. Yeah, and then back to that guy, like other people, bro. Like sometimes people just look at weed and like, yo, that looks fucking fire. That's gonna be good. <laughs> But looks are deceiving when it comes to weed. Yeah, smoke it. You could have some fucking outdoor look like some indoor, and then people are gonna think that's indoor, like that's fire weed, but not even realizing it's the high. And then you got some high end top tier indoors that don't even, if you like, we know, like we all know, we're connoisseurs, so we could tell what's really that like top tier indoor, and that high is completely different. That's why this dude, or sorry. The homie, that's a homie too. I know him, but other people, like normal people, they're smoking mids, bro, and they don't even know they're. They smoking don't know mids. how good the weed it gets. Yeah, you feel yeah. me? You just described a person like we. People see people flex out with all this shit. Yeah, and then when you get to know them, they're piece of fucking shit. So they're <laughs> like, God damn it, bro, you're yeah. mid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see someone that look is looking good, and you get to know them, like, damn, that shit cast right there. Yep, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think everything is like in that realm. You know what I mean? People only see what they see. Exactly, yeah. And there's so many levels. There's levels to everything, but weed-wise, mm -hmm. we're in California. We're in downtown L.A. This is the hub center of cannabis. Yeah. If any weed that ever got selected has to go through here somehow, and will be here somehow, right? And I will smoke that shit, and I will find it. So I smoke all sorts of different strains, and sometimes like I'll smoke a random <coughs> strain, and it'll get me higher than i ever seen because like, yeah. I guess the phenos hit me differently. But other than that, bro... There's a lot of dope people, dope brands that are just not getting the same lemon cherry gelato and bagging it up. Mm -hmm. They're actually going through the process process of having their grow, yeah. having great growers, the people that are work, like they work with correctly and they know what they want mm -hmm. and then the type of weed they want. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I see right now there's a lot of people doing genetics crossing and, crossing and stuff that yeah. already have it done. You just get with them and get what you need, yeah. right? Bring that over and grow it until you like what you like, mm -hmm. and then just make it sure it just don't put anything out. Yeah. Make it timeless. Mark it while you're doing that, so you're not just waiting for no reason. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then once you drop the strain, people are gonna be excited to try it. And yeah. if it's really good, they'll be like, "Wow, let me try another one. Let me mm -hmm. keep smoking one." And then this part of some of their favorite strains, not just getting something and be like, "Let me charge a lot of." Oh, let me put it in this bag. Right. It's okay to start like that. Yeah. Not a problem if you don't have a grow. But eventually, if you get a chance to lock in with some great growers or tap in, and then your work will, it, it will speak for itself. You know what I mean? But you got to go put in that effort. You got to go network to that mm -hmm. factor, right? You're like, how do I do this? Fucking go to the dispensary. Look at the weed strains in there. You feel me? See who yeah. is it by. Get to know those people. Go around to their events, their festivals, their pop-ups, right? And see if try their smoke. And then you'll see other brands right there. Try their shit. And they'll be like, holy shit. And then you'll notice if you're on Instagram following them. The people talk to people with the genetics people, and then you'll see, oh, this with genetics and this come from. Then you'll have every single like a map mm -hmm. of where every single thing comes from, right? Then when you go to Zal Olympics, you see the same people win the awards. You're like, oh shit, yeah. Because now I don't really, I look at brands, but I look at a lot of these growers, bro. Mm -hmm. I follow a lot of growers on Instagram, and I look at what they're growing. Yeah, I see what they're smoking. I because they're always trying to uh, work for the future and innovate because they already made. Look at how long they work. They have the vault full. You know what I mean? They're yeah. cracking seeds from the, like the 90s from a seed bank, crossing it with shit from this, this age. So weed will never stop innovating for mm -hmm. sure. It used to look like fucking horrible twigs and seeds to yeah. the now. Like oregano. Oregano. And yeah. now everyone sees their weed. If it has sticks and season, they're not smoking that shit. Yeah. They're like, what the fuck is this shit? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This brand is horrible. Yeah. My, my thing now Weed has changed. No, it has. And... 
my thing nowadays is like I love finding a strain of weed that I like and another strain that I like, and I mix everything. Like every time I have a blunt, it's never just one strain unless it's like something I'm just trying for the first time. Or if it's like that sour power, like that shit you want to smoke Book by itself, because by itself, it's such fire weed. But hey, I like let's talk about that. Shit. Why wouldn't you mix that? Because that its own, it, that high alone, I that specific high and, and that taste, taste and that smell you get and that look and quality overall is fucking ten out of ten. But then you add that high in there is, is that heavy fucking high. Like when you smoke it, you're like, oh shit, like. That instant smoke. Like you, you taste it, you feel yeah. it. You could <laughs> smoke weed. There's a lot of weed that's mainly like hybrid sativas that you hit and you don't feel like you're getting high. You got to wait for it to develop and, and hit your lungs and all that shit. But like this shit or the sour power, you instantly hit that in the blunt. You're like, oh, I'm about to be faded. Even 20 blunts in, you'll feel yeah, it. You'll exactly. be like, yo, yeah. what is this, bro? It, honestly, that's I, I'm going to give that strain his flower. Like, I'm going to give them their flowers. You you know how long I've been talking about them? For, yeah. You know what I mean? I have no, I don't know percent of that company. No, for you know what years. I mean? Yeah, the bros been smoking it really. I pick that shit up and I hit that shit. I smile. Yeah. So when I make big chief weed and anything cannabis related, I want that feeling. And yeah. I told them in the beginning, I'm like, hey, the way I aspire and your product makes me feel like, I want my product to do that. Yeah. To other people, you know what <laughs> I mean? So that's pretty big, bro. To me, at least. Have you been mixing shit? Or, I did. Yeah, I made I mixed uh, Scotty's mom with tri uh, triple scoop. Mm, I mixed uh, Scotty's mom's fire. I, I uh, like right now. I just been smoking all these three blunts of straight triple scoops. Mm, okay, this okay. is a mixed blunt. Yeah, yeah. This is Scotty's mom triple. Those two are straight triple scoops. Mm -hmm. That triple scoop is so heavy, bro. That's what we We're like. It. Hey, anyways, if you want triple scoops or any other flavors, hit our direct to consumer. Yep. Right there, bam! Go get yourself a Big Chief cartridge. Go get yourself a disposable. Go get yourself snow cones. For any updates, make sure you guys are just following our business page at Big Chief Extracts. Tap in, turn on your notifications on. You know hit the, the link, hit the telly, whatever you got to do. Just do it. Just chief it. Hey, bro. I was this weekend. I was. How, how was your weekend? You had a good weekend? Yeah, I had a good weekend. It was chill. Just did the dad shit. Nice. Yeah, I haven't. I've really been. I've probably been the calmest I've been this whole year, the last two and a half, three months. Been happy? More at, not, I wouldn't say happy because, you know, Dude, I my love. My life's going out. Like, I love I that you. lifestyle. Like, someone asked me about that the other day, and I'm like, honestly, like, going out with the boys, getting fucking lit, random shit happening, like, it's a movie. Like, I, I enjoy that. But uh, I knew I was going to have to take a break at some point, and so the last, literally, it's probably been, Three plus months since I've been to a club, bro. Like, I haven't been to. We have. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, we were I, like, we, I honestly like you've been working. I haven't been seeing you as much because I know you've been working. Mm -hmm. But bro, I've been like having like 17, 18 hour days. Yeah. And I wake up without being tired, bro. Because I'm so inspired, bro. Every single day, so it's been feeling really, really good. Yeah. And there's always random shit popping up during the day. A lot of innovation going on, preparing for 2024. Yeah, I am fucking. I've been excited since yesterday yeah, <laughs> for this. 20, 20, look, twenty twenty four, lit. This is <laughs> no, our year, Kobe. It's the Kobe too, year. Yeah. Also, too, like my son's getting older, getting bigger, bro. So he like, like it's. I'm more. I, I'm more involved. If that makes sense, like he wants me there more. You just can't leave. Yeah, yeah, I can't. And but yeah, I understand that, that. Like, just really been enjoying that, bro. Really been like, taking myself out of. Like, basically, all that club shit is fun, bro. We know that's going to be the next year. You know that's going to be there the year prior. But, like, 
moving forward with business, trying to make more money, trying to do bigger things, bro, like that time is more valuable and important than a night out, you know, because we can always do that whenever we want. You know what the best feeling is to me? What? When I wake up the next morning, I didn't go out. I'm like, damn, I feel good. <laughs> Let's get yeah, to it. It's like yeah. five in the morning. No, uh, other than that, like you when I do go out. You go to the gym out, too. You go to the gym every day. Every day, like, yeah, uh, like six in the morning, better, I'm in the gym. Better workouts. Honestly, that lifestyle is way better to me than mm -hmm. going to other countries and other states and going out and do that stuff mm -hmm. is better than you come back and you have your daily schedule. Like going out in L.A. is like when you went out to every single club a hundred times, you're over it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You're like you really get over it. But then you like going out in other places and other cities mm -hmm. and you really enjoy it. Yeah. Like right now, L.A. lifestyle is really burnt out. But we got the Super Bowl coming here. Mm -hmm. We got... Uh, Olympics, we have uh, the world, no, the World Cup in here. We have a lot of dope shit coming to the city. So mm -hmm. hopefully it gets better around that time. And all there's always good nights around the LA. The yeah. events, honestly, I like going to events more than parties. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even like people hit me up weekly, bro, and like, yo, how you been? Having we haven't seen you. I'm like, yeah, I've been inside. I've been focused. I'm focused on other bigger shit right now, you know. And it's like I don't even miss it at all anymore. And not just that, I'm saving a shitload of money, bro. That's good. So that's even better, you know? 100%, bro. Other than that, bro. How you been? How's everything? Uh, I've been great, bro. Like I said, I've been inside the other day, like probably last Sunday. I went to uh, Duno's homie's funeral, bro. Not funeral, funeral fundraising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so pretty much they had food for sale. They had uh, mole with uh, the macaroni. I don't know what that dish is called. Gas. I had... Uh, out of flan, gas, and then uh, they had micheladas and every single thing over there. <laughs> but I had to go to the gym, so I didn't, I didn't get turned. But I was around all the homies, <laughs> but like literally the homie homies. So pretty much this uh, young 17-year-old kid uh, passed away due to violence, you know what I mean? He got shot. Uh, rest in peace to you, you feel me? Showed up to a fundraiser and bought a lot of, like, I just was like, I don't want anything. Just, just You feel right. me? Just give me a plate of food. I'm right, good. Right. Uh, showed love to them. And then I was talking to Duno. And I started talking to the homies that were his homies. They're all younger, bro. They're, like, in the 21, 22. Yeah. And they're, like, all together. I took a picture with them. Feel me? All that. Then one of the, uh, like, the guy that passed away, his homies came up to me. He goes, talking to me. He was, he was like, hey, Big Chief, da 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 And I was like, it's dope being around here with all these people. He goes, it's sad that we only get together when someone, when, when someone, uh, when someone passes away. Yeah. And it's tragic. And... Like, we never go barbecue and stuff with each other and go do stuff. Like, it's only when something like this happens, and it happens a lot. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at this like, damn. Like, like I told him, I was like, but there's more to life that if you uh, put yourself in a different environment, bro, you'll literally succeed, right? Mm -hmm. One of the homies that was right there at the house had uh, literally a cast on his foot and a, a tag because he got bit up by a dog because the police came in the front yard and bit up. So it was a oh, little, shit. I was in the hood at this place, you yeah, feel me? yeah. Now I'm looking at these people like, damn, like, this kid told me, he goes, but I'm, I'm doing better for myself. I'm starting a clothing brand. I'm about to be big. I'm about to send you some shit. And I'm like, for sure, lock in. He was like, I'm going to hit Duna, send you that shit. I was like, bet, bet. Dope. I was standing right there. This kid sitting on the step of stairs from across there, across the fence. And he goes, big chief. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, this is lit. Yeah. And, but it really felt, affected me when I was standing there and I was talking to the guy because he was, he had the same mindset as me, uh -huh. but he was in a different environment, bro. Mm, and he yeah, goes, that's what I was thinking. And he goes, he said everything's so beautiful, bro. And I was standing there talking to him. I was like, hey, I appreciate your good words, bro. Yeah. Like literally. And, but the, the main thing that I want to ask you, like, why do people like get together only when, like, not a lot of people, but majority of the people 
get together only when there's tragedy happening. Why don't? Because I know we all have all our separate lives, right? right? Right. And then we always have something going on. Maybe going here this weekend or going there. As a team, we do come together and go have dinners and everything. Right. But as a conglomerate of homies outside of us in this world, bro, people don't get together and go do stuff no. until something crazy happens. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Strategy brings people together. Same question, because like, (coughs) honestly, we talk about like our circle matters. That the people you're around, ninety plus percent of your time in life, dictate your future. And I hate to say that, but it's just it is what it is, right? And shit, like me personally, like I've missed out on a lot of shit that I kind of don't want to talk about, family shit. But like, when I go back, I'm like, dang, like I missed this this feeling of being with the family. But then with certain friends, like certain friends that you haven't seen in a while, it's like, oh, water. If you get them a water. Yeah, sorry. Um, Certain friends that you haven't seen in a while that we talk about that we don't make time for because we're so focused on our business. Like, it's always cool every now and then to link up with them, bro. But to do it often is not, I just don't. I'd rather them to come to my environment. Or it's like, it could be mutual, you know? But Or like, what we do is we create like barbecues. Like every now and then we'll barbecue, right? Oh, let's go to Slams, we barbecue, shit like that. We invite the squad, whoever could come, whoever could come. Uh, every now and then we'll do a team dinner, you know what I'm saying? Or like, some of us, we travel together more than the others. And then sometimes the others will travel with these people, you know? So it's like, it's all like slight balance with us. But at the same time, it's like when it comes to family or Close friends, bro, it's just because everyone's caught up in their own life, bro. And that's just the best way I could put it. What about, what do you think? I couldn't put it any better, bro. You feel me? But a lot of people, ego stand in the way too at times. And some people are just like, nah, like we'll we'll eventually get together. And then next time you get a call and like something happens and like, oh, we're together. And we're, we're, but that's not, is that truly your circle? No, but yeah. It depends what circle. That's you're not your inner about. circle. Yeah. That's your people though. <coughs> yeah. But I I don't think I think we should be with the people that really matter to us and care about us. And if you truly care about you, you should definitely be there for them, not just when something happens like that. Yeah. You should reach out and say, Hey, how's your day going? Yeah. Oh, amazing? Good. See you, bro. Or see you, mom, or see you, dad, or see mm-hmm. you, cuz, or see or you, whatever. Even a happy birthday when yeah. it's their birthday. Yeah, a happy birthday. Or, yeah. hey, I hope you have a great week to mm-hmm. one of your little cousins or whatever. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. But the effort goes both ways. Yeah. No, like sometimes, like, I have a bunch of homies on Instagram that are really cool with, but they're either in different states or where we live far from each other. But, like, whether if it's a family member or a friend, whether I haven't talked to you in a year or two years or months, if I genuinely am cool with them, I will DM them if it's their birthday, happy birthday. Or if I, because I do watch people's stories, and then if I see that they're doing good shit, I'll be like, yo, I've been kind of peeping you. Like, I'm happy for you. Happy to see everything's working out. Like, I hope everything is well and take care, you know? They're like, dang, thanks, Joe. Like, that was, you know, we have That's all it while. takes. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, that's why we have social media, and then you can use it for positivity like that, you know? Yeah. Like, you can really reach out and stay connected to people. Yeah. Back in, back in the day, you only had people's phone numbers, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, you could call them, and then pretty much... We'd want to see each other in person you, back then. Now, check this out. Imagine we were back then. Yeah. Joe, if you, if you meet... I have to literally before pagers. Uh-huh. I have to call your house phone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I have to hit the little thing. Uh-huh. It's a little thing that you have. You, it's not buttons. It's a little. You gotta hit the little thing and give yeah. out. And then it rings. And then 
you literally pick up from that one call. I'm like, is Joe there? Someone random can pick up. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know who it is. You know what I mean? So, and they fuck. go, okay, let me get ago. Joe. Then they go get you, hey, so-and-so on the phone with, phone over there. You know what I mean? Bro, I don't know why I have to put it in this perspective because all this <laughs> Imagine you're having a good night at the club, the uh-huh. local pub, uh-huh. and you meet meet a couple biddies, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And one of them gives you your phone number, and you call them, and the dad picks up. Hello? <laughs> who is this? <laughs> Can I speak to a... Uh, and like, who's this? Da-da-da-da. So that's like... There was a lot of cock blocking going well, on back I, I then. I used to get excited now, when I got a phone call, bro. But you feel me? Yeah. But now it's like, you can hear directly do it. You ain't got no cock blocks in the yeah, middle. Yeah. But that's wild to even think about. Like someone's mom, sister, cousins, whatever, cock blocking from some girl. Mm. Now it's like, we don't even care what you exist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, until later, you know what I mean? If it matters. Yeah. So it's like straight direct. Mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> bro, I don't, I don't know about you. When you got your, I don't know how it was it when you got your first cell phone, but uh, I was in like, Middle school and I got my first cell phone, but my dad did it where it was like you pay for a certain amount of minutes and then that's what you have. That's what it was back then though, yeah. right? Yeah, well, for the most part. There were plans. It wasn't unlimited back then, was it? No, no. There was just plans with like, so, but my dad, yeah, so that's how it was. And I would go over the fucking minutes, bro, and I'd run up my dad's bill and I'd get so sad. Like it I doubles feel, it. Yeah, I'd feel so, because I don't know what it was, like, Five or twenty cents extra minute after, I feel bad. But I used to run it up, bro, because I'd be talking to the biddies and shit like that late at night. And I'm in middle school, you know how you be cupcaking. He'd get mad, huh? Well, when he seen the bill, you know. But then that's when I got a, a job in high school and it paid back. But yeah, bro, back then that was crazy. Even the chirp, all that shit. I almost got a pager in middle school. I was like, Dad, get me a pager. But then cell phones came out, and I was like, Nah, get me a cell phone. That bro, cool. like, remember? I don't know if you ever made an international call, mm-hmm. but you had to go get a card. No, no, no. And oh, you yeah, had to load yeah, the to minutes on your Mexico, card, and then you have yeah. to go get the card. You can use a Mexico card, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. they used to slang the fuck out of those yeah, at the gas bro. station, bro. Now, you know, those things don't even exist that's anymore. Crazy. Have y'all, any of y'all thought about that? that like, you used to go to, change. that's, I, I'm just, times, anyone, that's a real reflection of time change. Anyone born 2016, 15 up, don't know nothing about that, bro. Bro, y'all don't even never seen those Mexican, uh, the Mexican green card, or the, like, the mm-hmm. little green cards mm-hmm. with the Mexican flag on there, and there's a bunch of other countries, and you, you have to load it's like it costs a lot of money to yeah. go call on the phone. It's like, I don't know how much it is. It's like a dollar a minute in some countries. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. It's, it's expensive. It's yeah, very it's expensive. A... Like, you got to pay $60 an hour some places. It's crazy, bro. Time has changed. There's no Skype back then. There's yeah. none of that. Like, if you haven't seen that person, either write them up. Bro, before even cell phones, before the tick, 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 yeah. tick, 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 remember that shit? Bro, you feel me? We used to be on AOL messaging people, bro. You, you did you do that? Yeah, uh, I never really did that, but uh, I was there. I seen it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I seen the AOL uh, yellow guy. Yeah, right there. And big. Remember yeah. the remember the uh, the DSL thing? Goes, oh, bro, that was annoying. Yeah, I remember that, bro. I, I remember that for sure, bro, bro. You cannot be on a computer at nighttime no. in, the, in the house. That shit loud as no. I think what it was too, if. You had to connect the phone line into the computer, right? So no one could use the phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy as fuck, bro. Bro. Jeez. And no one, Jeez. bro, this newer this newer generation would never know about that. Bro, imagine if you just take them 10 years back. They'll yeah. fucking freak the fuck out. It, 10 years? Yeah, for sure. But they'll freak out. No Instagram? Different. Yeah. Just Facebook? Mm-hmm. Who is all these creepy people? <laughs> just kidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, people had yeah, MySpace. MySpace. Hey, but with MySpace, you had like you had to like turn the uh, computer or phone down mm-hmm. or the computer down because their song would start playing. Yeah. Some people had horrible songs. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, that's why like when MySpace and then I think, in my opinion, like the next big thing around that was Twitter. When Twitter started coming out, it blew the fuck up. It's still it's still big right now. It was nonstop. But that was like to me the biggest fucking app. Everyone was tweeting. You keep up with everything, bro. Like everything. Everyone was using that shit. And it you can see crazy. other people's likes, conversations, yep, yep. everything. I'd be I'd be on that shit mad too, like crazy. You know every what made me mad though? What? The uh, the Snapchat close friends that you show you top three friends. Mm-hmm. And you go look at the homies thing, the same girl, and you're like. Damn, just yeah. go just yeah. ruthless. <laughs> <laughs> Snapchat was crazy too, bro. I, I like when it came out. I liked it. I like Snapchat and when they removed the fucking uh, friends that uh, like your uh, top thing. Mm-hmm. I used to get in trouble, bro. Oh, really? I didn't realize for the longest. Like why they would always be mad? And I always get caught up. Yeah, bro. Yeah. It says it there. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm like, and they know what's going on. Damn, talking to all the friends. Yep, for sure, bro. Be sliding all. But that, that we started doing this with the homies, like. Hey, keep it back and forth like 50, 60 messages in a row, right? Mm-hmm. So you stay with each other's friends, but you can message anybody. Yeah. So like only shows it told show ten, then it showed three. I was happy when it showed the three. Then you could like easily like get through it, you know? Do you have Snapchat right now? I don't think I've used Snapchat for two years. I haven't used it and I deleted the app, but I would get notifications of like old shit back, like you know how it memories. shows Yeah, memories, right? I'm like, geez, this app is old as fuck. Because <laughs> I'm looking at myself back, like, when I'm, like, 23, 24, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, this is crazy. A completely different, completely different mindset, different priorities, different cares. In the, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, like, I don't know, bro. Like, all Different, right, different. Just different. Like, all right, let's, let's, I right, fuck it. Let's go right here. The happiness... Back then, when you don't have that many responsibilities, it's completely different, bro. Like, you're you're just like, you're just living. You're just living life. You know what I'm saying? At that young age, you're not really like majority of the time. At that young age of high school and college phase, you're not really like. I was stressing, my boy. No, bro, <laughs> like, like besides, I had like to get to it. Like besides, <laughs> like that shit. Like, cause I. I I'm not gonna lie. Like, I stress less now. Like I, sure. I was struggling. I'm not gonna lie. Like you know, I like whatever. But I was a college student, barely had any money. So I feel you. But like, what I'm talking about is like, when you go out, oh, let's just go to the bar. Oh, let's just hang out with the homies at a house party. Like, oh, spontaneous shit. Yeah, like just being able to move without like thinking about shit. You know what I'm saying? Because you're still young as fuck. You just you're you're going through your shit, but at the same time, like. That half of day at nighttime, you're just trying to have a good time and you just don't give a fuck about other shit. You know? You do when you got to deal with that shit, but, like, when you're out with your boys or if you're just having a good time, bro, you're not really worried about it because you're still young, bro. And I used to tell myself, I'm young. Like, this hard shit I'm going through, I'm young, bro. It's part of it. Like, life is going to get better. It builds you as a character, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But at this point that I'm sitting here right now, I have all these resources and I'm like, bro, if I work so hard right now, I probably don't have to work for the rest of my life again. Yeah. <laughs> but I still will because I get bored, bro. Yeah. Like me, I like to put in work. I like to do stuff because it gives me a, gives me a look. Endorphins, you know what I mean? Right. It gives me going. But other than that, bro. But this this type of hard work, this is my opinion. Uh-huh. I've worked hard-ass jobs, like real labor-ass jobs. That shit was hard. UPS driver is crazy. Yeah. FedEx driver. That, yeah, and, same thing. And construction work in between and just... 
you know, bodybuilding and training clients, like that's a lot more stress and labor. I mean, stress, physical stress and whatever on your body, you know? You don't think that prepares and, you? No, it does. It does. But like now moving forward, it's like I'm not, <coughs> I, I'm working hard more smarter, smarter not than harder. physical, you know what I'm saying? And I, I was telling someone the other day, like these decisions I make nowadays are bigger than what the decisions I used to make back in the days because my decisions impact a lot more. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, I feel like I told him, I was like, mentally, it's a lot more than the physical shit. But that physical work, when I worked at FedEx, bro, I was like, not, I guess only like really slaving, bro. Like, that shit was crazy. But now it's like, okay, I'm, I'm working hard on my mind. I'm using, I'm working hard trying to figure out resources that I have to allow me to elevate, you know, level up, make more money type shit. Like, it's more about right here now. And the people around me than my physical, like me being like. There's people waking up four in the morning being construction workers. Right yeah, now, bro. yeah, exactly, exactly. And then they work until like three, four p.m. Then going home and mm -hmm. doing the next day again, over and over. So I'm really grateful of what I do because yeah. I know when I do work these jobs, I would pray for days like these, you know. Yeah. So I'm really mm -hmm. grateful Thanks. in the fact of it, because, bro, I literally catch myself every single day just smiling for a reason, mm -hmm. <laughs> not for no reason, the reason, like, dude. <laughs> the only the only issues that I have right now is maintaining what I have. Mm. And that is different. Yeah. When you have to get what you got to go get to, then maintaining it. Yeah. When you get to, that's going up and you'll meet a lot of connections. Even though you'll fall, you can mm. come back up, right? Mm -hmm. But maintaining is just not maintaining it like this. It's a steady line. But growth in the factor of steady growth. You're not in the same place as yesterday right. or last year, right? right? And it's more scary than not... Putting in the work because you don't want to be in the same place as last year. You want to be more forward with it, right? Facts. And then you get the priorities that you own this. This is like your baby, right? And pretty much like you're not getting sleep on the weekends. You're not getting sleep here and there. Mm -hmm. But it's like I get my sleep, but I I don't stress for a reason. But I know when I immediately wake up and I make my priority on my times because I schedule it, mm -hmm. I have to do what I have to do because no one's going to do it for me. Mm -hmm. So... I don't stress out. I put my chest out. Yeah. Weight on my shoulder, bring the best out. Yeah, yeah, get right or you get left out. You know what I mean? So that's the mentality that I'm approaching every day. Yeah. I got to get right or get left out of what I'm doing, and I'm going to lose it all. Yeah. And I have to work harder to maintain it. So like Nip says, it's literally closer where you got to get to than turning back because you literally climbed so much. Why would you stop? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So... It's easier to wake up in the mornings. It's easier to do everything. So I'm really grateful because back in the day, we would pray for having a, being a Rolls Royce or being around certain yeah. so or hanging out with Wiz. Yeah. Not or not. My biggest thing is we're meeting Wiz. You li feel me? Living check to check was my living biggest thing. Majority of America lives thing. check yeah. to check. They don't oh, know like, when their next meal is going to be on their table. Yeah. They don't have IDs. Mm -hmm. They don't have. They're just so behind and trying to catch up. Yeah. A lot of people are in credit debt. And that's part of life, but like my thing was like I couldn't lot, wait to get lot. out of that position, bro. But everyone's starting line is different. It's about all about the finish line. Mm -hmm. If you really put in the work and sacrifice sleep, sacrifice fun, sacrifice yeah. uh, listen to this quality time with your loved ones to build something, mm -hmm. then later on you can actually give them all the quality time and more than they can ever imagine. Mm -hmm. And that's the investment that. You really have to take to crawl out the gutter. Yeah. At the end of the day, money rules this fucking world, bro. And, and Money is energy. Yeah. 
And and it's ultimately it's Energy like it's runs, up to you runs, guys like what you want, how you want to live, and how much money you want to in your bank account. Because honestly, my biggest thing and I always like reflect on it is living check to check. Never want to be in that position. I, and I never and, and I, now because of what I'm doing now, I'll never be in that position. How do you have to be then? What's financially free to you? Basically, being able to have money to, to pay all my bills without being anything late. Have money in my my account to where I can make a decision without second guessing it, where I don't have to put in a credit card and being able to give money to my family every month. Beautiful. Yeah, that's like the those are my real main things. Why I want what I do with my money, and then now I'm in a situation where I can invest money into other businesses like AMG. You know what I'm saying? Next year I'll be doing great. Year after that I'll be really big. You know? You know what a good uh, thing how to put it in the short term. Mm -hmm. Financial freedom is doing what I want whenever I want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Simple as that. That's financial freedom. I'm with that, yeah. No one's going to tell me when to wake up. No yeah. one's going to tell me when to sleep, except for myself, because me versus me. That's where I'm at. These Look. But but the thing on. is, you're, 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 I understand, I ne never to the fact of that, but showing up is half the, half the battle. You have to show up. Yeah, agreed. But, like, right now, like, back to what he says, like, look. I used to wake up at 4 in the morning, go to work, get off at 6.30 p.m., you know, work holidays, work work six days a week, like real grind type shit, and still not be able to have all the money I needed and I was working long. But now that I'm in this position that I work my ass off for, I could wake up whenever I want. I could sleep in. I sleep in with my son every fucking day. You know what I'm saying? I don't got to answer anyone. I still do what I do. Every year I'm making more. Every year I'm doing bigger things which allows me to maintain this sleep schedule and this this life that I live. But at the end of the day, like I said, and I'm proving it, like my money's going to grow. My business is going to grow. Yes. Everything's going to grow. Everyone works different ways for yeah. sure. But remember yeah. what I said earlier. Don't take this personal. I'm not. So remember I said when you sacrifice a lot of quality time and go harder because mm -hmm. you're working smarter, right? Mm -hmm. And use all that hours, 18 hours in a day, to 15 hours to 12 hours in a day as a young age right now and work smart and now you paperwork every single thing maintaining every single aspect being really smart with it right mm -hmm. and you give all your efforts it'll build this twice as fast mm -hmm. but you know that that money's not worth as much as you being with your quality time or whoever it is you mm -hmm. know what i mean mm -hmm. so my biggest that factor can i just, oh yeah, yeah. yeah go ahead Every like I'm gonna say the higher the higher person of God gives everybody different blessings, right? Right. And that money can't buy. Yeah. Kind of right. see what I'm saying? Yeah. And some people have more time than others to do certain things. Remember, you were implementing that earlier. You can't just go do when you know what I mean? Right. Right. But those are certain choices that you make, and those are certain choices that affect your time, uh, your, your time in the long run, mm -hmm. how it affects your health of your life and every single thing else. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So. Success is based upon what you want to do and when you want to do with who you want to do it. And that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. But if you really stay down in your craft and you stay a lot of time, it's like being sick with it. Nothing matters more, right? Right. I believe that you'll literally make it happen faster. So, no, I, I absolutely agree with you. But that budget, but do you see? Yeah. It's not about the... It's a marathon. It's not a race. Yeah, but like, all right, <laughs> so like, what yeah. you said is absolutely true. And it's the marathon. That, it's, that's the balance but, of life. But then, like, you know, for I'm, I'm gonna speak for other people, other people that have other responsibilities, exactly. or, or family, or 
you got to watch your parents because they're sick or a, a, a sibling that's has issues so they need 24 hour whatever it is you know that's part of life like the way i live my life is like i want to do things for my kid that i didn't have so like part of it was like you know what like i want to work hard now while my son was born and before that i was working my ass off to be where i'm at now it's like okay i want to be there for my kid because my dad was working a lot right to pay the bills and we we're still struggling but he he was not there that much growing up, you know. I feel you. So on that it's one. like, I don't. I now that I built a life that I can control my schedule and still make really good money, I could be there for my kid, and control my schedule to the T. And I have a team around me that can do what I need them to do if I can't be there and still make the good money. And then at the same time, I have so much time and so much <laughs> knowledge that I'm already pre-planning other shit for my future, for my kids' future, uh, and just to do better in life overall. At the end of the day, it's like I always said, I don't want to be a billionaire. I just want to be financially successful. So I'm able to balance my life to where I could be a great father, I could be a great friend, and I also be a great business partner. And it's it's about balance, and he has his own balance, and, and that's why it's like a little different. But I understand and I agree with what he's saying. And for the people that are seeing both sides, the end of the day you still got to have a mindset of wanting to win in life rather than just settle for life you know so that's the best thing you ever said in this pod we're like 80 episodes in whoa whoa <laughs> i be dropping gems sometimes nah nah you be dropping gems but that's probably if you didn't hear what we just said in the past like 15 minutes that is literally the balance of life how you have to take it there's yeah. no motherfucking excuse if you want to win and you have the mindset to do it, you yeah. will fucking come out at the end of the day. Yeah. They they call this thing a a really not a miracle, but this is actual thing that goes on. Mm -hmm. You know what you think in your brain all day? Imagine since you till you wake up till you go to sleep, and when you go to sleep till you wake up and repeat, right? Whatever you think that well, that's what your life becomes. Mm -hmm. You think of shit, that's what your life is. But if you think of positivity, wealth knowledge yeah. uh love gratitude right mm -hmm. your life will flourish itself and that's yeah. the other half of the battle you will prevail you it's like you're asking for you're asking for fruit but you don't want to shake the tree for the fruit to drop mm -hmm. <laughs> that's your own fault you know what i mean yeah. take a step like the the thing is do it now take a step forward whether it's five minutes out of the day or 18 hours out of the day yeah be consistent yeah consistency is key yeah and then Run your race. You know what I mean? It's a marathon. Yeah. We're back from the intermission. We added our homie. This is my homie, Marco. Marco. What's going on, y'all? What's going on? I've been knowing Marco for a minute now. When I was just starting with Big Chief, I was like a representative, and I walked into the store. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I met Virgil. I met Marco, Aaron, met a bunch of dope people. But those people really, to this day, I talk to. And Marco has been with me for a while. I've been seeing him at events. I've seen him doing this thing. He has his own consultation company now. But he's in the cannabis industry. He's been every single part from a buying manager mm -hmm. to uh, working the uh, front mm -hmm. to like literally uh, or, or like being part of with brands. So yeah, yeah. I wanted to bring bro in, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Shout out to you. I love yeah. love, bro. Thank you Dang. for all the love you've been showing me. People outside the camera don't know this man really shows me love. So I appreciate you, bro, my brother. That's what's up, bro. Absolutely, man. man. Ain't no. Ain't no doubt about that, man. I'm gonna be honest, bro. I'm I'm very thankful. I see the lighter. I'm so sorry, bro. 
lot of troubles. I got an extra one for you. Yeah, I'm thankful. I'm appreciative of my bro. You know what I'm saying? I've been watching his journey, like you said, 2019. And, um... He been working hard, 18. man. 18, 18, 18, 18. from when I met you. Yeah, 18, yeah. 18, 19, yeah. And, right. and been working real hard ever since, you know what I'm saying? And I've been watching his growth, his grind, his hustle, his persistence, um, everything, his patience, his um, positivity. I mean, all those things add up, you know, to why where he is today and why the company is where it is today. And I'm, I'm somebody, I could, I could speak for him, you know what I mean? And not even being biased, just, I'm just, you know, calling a spade a spade, you know what I'm saying? And you you seen us when motherfuckers are going in dispensaries trying to build a brand. That's the crazy part. Like I didn't even recognize him till he came in here and it's like he said Joe we met walked a few into times. a dispensary when he was trying to be a rep and then he met him. <laughs> yeah. He goes yeah. a while Joe? ago. A <laughs> while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit's and that's crazy. why I still got his phone number. You probably do. I got your phone yeah. number. Remember, I busted it out yesterday. I go, you who's showed, Joe? No, you, you uh, what's it called? Uh, what's it called? You came by because I was, uh, what's it called? Virgil placed the order there, and uh, he, uh, but he placed it at Soto for yeah. all of them, right? That's what yeah. he does? Yeah. And then he went by Merrill's, I believe, that week or something, and he yeah. talked to you? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. he gave you your number. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. we chopped it up. Yeah, yeah. And then he kind of just spearheaded after that. Yeah, because I knew that he, once he told me about Virgil and the other one, I was like, oh, I'll leave it alone. Like, yeah, you know, that's but it's his. all together. Exactly. Yeah. Got you, yeah. got yeah. you. Yeah, I remember. California bro. cannabis, bro. Virgil's an OG. Day one. Big time. Big yeah. time. That's my big bro. You know, I rep all day. That's my big bro. You know, the truth. You know, some I'm I'm a rep a little tough because some of us been around for a long time. I joke around about this, but I'm I'm gonna keep it a buck since I'm on camera and I get to finally say it and state it. Um in the game, I feel like some people like were turned into vampires and some of us are like the original vampires. So I'm like an original vampire. I'm not somebody who had to get bitten into the game. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm not somebody who got bitten and got turned. I'm literally the person that's been turning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was born into this. I was born doing this. I'm from the Valley, 818, Burbank, California. I was here. Shout out to the you Valley. Know, I'm an 80s baby. You feel me? So how, I've how been, long have you been in the game, bro? 20 years. Damn. Well, okay, so... You know, everyone has a different story of how they got in. How yeah. did you get in? I mean, I, I got in just because I, I've been I've been watching. I've been selling, you know, since 1995 when I was just 12. Mm -hmm. And then 98, all those times started going a little harder. The chronic. And I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was hearing y'all earlier, and it's yeah. true. You know, uh, weed does have a timeline, and it has appearances. Yeah. Like, like strains do have appearances. And OG did make his appearance in 1998. That's really when it started getting flooded in the valley. You know where I'm from. That's what we promote heavy, and that's what we've been promoting. But at that time, it was o, uh, it was OG and BC, British Columbia. Those are the two that were ruling. So if you were smoking back then, you'd be smoking BC. Shout out to my uh, British Col uh, Columbia homies, bringing that from Canada. Yeah, I mean you get that from up, up from Washington. So the OG was definitely like 1998. You know what I'm saying? And and since then, it, it was it, it's what we all live and breathe. Mm -hmm. And I feel like even I, I touch base is something that you said earlier. To me, OG nowadays is like salt and pepper. What it is is now it's a, it's like a main ingredient to make, to make things fire as opposed to being the uh, main strain. You know, and like he touched base earlier said, and he said that it's hard to grow. It's absolutely hard to grow. It's one of the hardest things to grow. Not only that, it yields very little. And mm -hmm. I think another reason to touch base on what you guys said earlier about, you know, um, um, quality and why it's changed and diminished is because if you really pay attention to what's going on, like the game changed. Nobody lets things grow full terms. That's going to completely 
changed the true quality of the bud. The yeah. game became a money thing. So everybody's been chasing the bread. So so since they've been chasing the bread, this changed quality changed in two thousand. They didn't even let her veg correctly. They're like, right. okay, we got a cycle. We got to yeah. get it down. Yeah, yeah. Everybody want to cut down every two weeks. Everybody want to cut down in a month. You know what I mean? And back in the day, you know, we would do our three to five months yeah. at very minimum three months. And, and, and homies will easily tell you in five months they'll be ready. And usually that's when the gas was. But you made more money so you could deal with low-yielding plants. The lights changed. Yes, that's another thing. And the other thing is everybody started. Nutrients changed. Yeah, nutrients changed. And they started just growing shit that, um, that yields more. Yeah. You know, because you had to make up for the lack of the prices dropped so much that the shit that really, to me, to me, the low yielding plants will always be the gassiest. That's why you don't see it mm -hmm. because it's too low yielding. And until it could cost three to $5,000, like it used to, it won't make sense to grow it again. They right. want three pounds of light. You see what I'm saying? They don't want, yeah. so they don't because, want less than two right, pounds so of light. So because everybody wants they, they, they three pounds of light, you got to grow high yielding. So because you're growing high yielding is the reason why you're seeing a shift and a change and you don't see certain things being grown because yeah. there's no point to like yeah. there's no money for it. Yeah, like I sometimes when I go into grows like every bars, every grow is doing the same uh, two uh, like three, four week veg and then like or no, like two, three week veg and then they flip it into the flower. Yeah. And I, I always used to tell people like, bro, you'll and they know. But it's the time. It's the They're time. They're trying to make more money quicker. And everybody's chasing the dollar. Yeah. If you if if you don't cut it down fast enough, you're gonna lose the person who's ready to spend. Mm -hmm. Everybody's worried about the person that's ready to spend. Facts, you know, because it's a buyer's market, not a. It used to always be a grower's market. Yeah. It's a buyer's market, so you're chasing the buyer. Right. right. And if the buyer's coming with a hundred k, two hundred k, right then and there, and you're gonna tell him another two weeks, he's not waiting. He's gonna go with the guy who's got it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the game done changed. In the past, there was more patience. Yeah. With you gotta who have you, the right clientele. Yeah, and you do have to have the right clientele, of course. You know, but that has been the shift of uh, like if of I the had, industry. If I had my own girl, I would I would veg at least four or five weeks and mm -hmm. flower that full ten to twelve weeks. That's yeah. quality. Because I, I I used to grow. I used to grow, mm -hmm. and I love growing. It was just a lot to manage. Yeah. But like, yeah, like I just feel like some of these plants they. It's just they're not letting it get to its full potential. They're not. Point. They're not. And that's the vast majority. Yeah. That's the thing. It's the vast majority. That's what happens when things go commercial, just like anything else. Once you go commercial, it's just you got to mass produce. Mass production leads to cutting. It is what it is. You know, I'm one of those people that I'm just going to keep it a buck. You yeah. check out my Instagram. I have my own agenda. I've been around for too long to hold back. I got to keep it a buck. I come with storylines and timelines. You know, I can hit you with, with, with all kinds of stuff. So. For me, I got to keep it a buck, and I got to expose the parts that are phony. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it is what it is. You know, uh, some people may not like it, but some shit is phony out there. Mm -hmm. You know, the game has changed. Mm -hmm. And some of us know because we've been the magicians. Mm -hmm. I've been around so long, I knew all the tricks. We, tr we taught the tricks. Mm -hmm. It's always been about tricks in this game. You know what I'm saying? And not to go too, not, not to be negative yeah, towards yeah. it, but it's always been about tricks, you know? Yeah. So when you find your good quality people, and you do find a good quality product, you know, stick to it. The vast majority, I think, <clears throat> cats need to kind of kind of get so, with it. So yeah. check this out. Let's go take it 12,000 years back to weed. Yeah. Y'all know where weed comes from, right? What'd you say? China, uh, Pakistan, or? Where do you think weed comes from? Like the, the I'm high shit, the Asian, uh, what is it? The it's Like Central, South Central, Asia, yeah, Southwest South Asia. Asia yeah. So like. Pretty much Pakistan, Afghanistan, Afghanistan uh, India, Pakistan, all there. India. That yeah. shit just grows there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then in China, too, it just grows there. Yeah. So, like, 
when people look at her over there in sense of because like my parents are from over there, right? It's frowned upon. They're like, if you smoke weed, it's like this really trashy. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Some some people grabbed the le- seeds, took them to other parts mm-hmm. in Europe, mm-hmm. and started like growing them. Before yeah. that, like you know how they know it gets you high. Literally, I'm pretty sure someone was out there long ass time ago was having a fire, so had to stay warm. And threw the weed leaves in there, mm-hmm. this hypothetically. And then he was sitting there and the smoke was blowing towards him and he started getting hallucinating. He was like, and he seen the leaves he put in there, like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he's, there's nugs of weed on there, right? <laughs> and he was like, what the heck is this fruit? You feel me? But I don't think it goes way before that. Someone had to walk up uh, on the weed thing and look at the fruit of the weed thing and yeah. like try yeah. to eat it. And yeah. they're like, this is wild. Yeah. Then yeah. they try to ferment it. And I'm sure they try to ferment it and drink it. Right before even the tea, yeah. and they got high for mm-hmm. show. Yeah. I'm pretty sure weed was consumed ingestly before smoking it, huh? I'm assuming. What do you think? Probably. I'm yeah. assuming. Look, yeah. Give me your take. Yeah. What do you think? I, I think so because people didn't know anything about it other than, you know, it being a natural herb. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, they gotta know this is a type of herb. Yeah. And then I, I, I feel <clears throat> that's like. A good question. I feel 12, like thousand years back. Yeah. <laughs> no, and then I, I, I used to. I, I don't know what it was. I watched this. I think it was on National Geographic or Discovery Channel, where like this guy went to. I think it was Asia and Jamaica, and uh, the plants like don't look like the plants that we have over it's here. It's on YouTube now. I see what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's an old video. It's yeah. like probably like 15, 20 years old. Yeah. So like he went out of the country just looking for where weed originated. The gold, something gold. Yeah, something like that where it originated from. So I he remember. was traveling out the countries, like some parts of Asia and Jamaica. Yeah. And then he was just like trying their outdoor grow. And yeah. it just looked like he was just peeling it, taking it from the fucking thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And then like it looks all airy. It looks like, you know, like. Like fucking cartel weed or Acapulco like gold. They yeah, had to learn yeah. how to cure it. Yeah, that was the that was the back in the day stuff. Acapulco oh, shit. gold. Yeah, okay. it was Acapulco gold. Yeah, that's yeah. the big. That was yeah. one of the strains that originated I, a lot of these I'd strains. I'd be so yeah. down Acapulco to try gold. something like grandfather strain. Yeah, bro. But the thing is, you're gonna get a headache smoking it. Really? Oh, because oh, it's probably pesticides. Not dirty. even pesticides. There's no pesticide. It's so fucking natural with sticks and seeds mm-hmm. and all of that, right? It's like the quality of weed has such a low TAC percentage. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to smoke a lot of that shit to get you high, my boy. Mm-hmm. But what if you hit it and it smokes like the cabana boy knows all that right. motherfucker gets you so high? The thing is that you, mm-hmm. they would serve it to you by a lot. Yeah. Like, oh, a, like okay. a nickel bag was a fat ass bag. Yeah. like You feel eight. what I'm saying? So you're right. Yeah. Like you have to smoke a lot of it, but they gave you a lot of it. <laughs> you ever smoke stress? That's why that, like, our weed is too yeah, strong. Yeah, you ever smoke stress? Absolutely. Absolutely. I come from I, all that. Me, I know, that's yeah. why I can't discriminate. I come from scratching resin out the bong. Yeah. You know, I I I've, I come from all that. Hey, you know, scraping the resin out the, out, out the pipes. <laughs> what do they call it? Like Mexican brickweed? You ever yeah. smoked that? Yeah, Arizona. Yeah. Bro, Arizona's bro, a, the yeah. first time Arizona. I seen it, I opened it and I go, what the yeah. fuck? And Shout I Shout out to AZ and on I, my I AZ. I put it in a bong and I smoked it and went, Poof. It's some real. Bro, that bro, was it so looks, bad. It looks like old branches with some uh, leaves popping out of it. Some of it, it's like, it's like yellow green. It's old. It's literally, it looks like, it looks bad. It literally looks like chopped up oregano if you would rig it down <laughs> yeah and yeah. now you stuff it but they come back the fuck out of it bro yeah yeah, yeah. good sw- yeah. good az good az and you know i ain't gonna try to give up the game but y'all know y'all probably seen it on tv but my homies you know we've been around so what it is is the browner it used to come is the longer it was in the tire 
because the way they transported it wasn't tired. Oh shit! You feel me? So like when you when you transport the AZ, it's 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 compact like that because you're putting in those big ass tires. They were so. smoking rotated That's weed. Crazy. <laughs> I did too. I was, but yeah. there used to be like different chronics, different like parts of stress, like from different, and they look different. The nugs would look different. Yeah. And I'm not gonna lie, when I I think the I the first weed I smoked was some Orange Kush. But then my boy has um, some other homie. This is high school. It's like I think it was Purple Chronic, and I smoked. That. I got high as shit, and I was like, "Yo, Chronic is fire too." You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I think at every stage, weed has been bomb to me. Yeah, I think at every stage of it, and I've been part of every stage. So, and mm-hmm. I've seen, like I said, I'm an '80s baby. So, like, do you like newer was, weed? Or do you like original, or like old school, old school weed, or like? I've school? I've found some new stuff that I can enjoy a lot, but I'm an OG head. Okay. But I don't find it the way I, I would like anymore. Yeah, it's you know not what I'm saying. Same, it's not. Bro. It's not what. It's not the what I like yeah. of it. So therefore, I've explored other things and yeah. I've found recently some newer genetics. Mm-hmm. But when you look into them, they have OG in them. That's yeah. why I say always o- has some type. That's of OG why I say OG is like the ADL, salt and pepper something. now. OG is become an ingredient more than just a strain. Yeah, you know hey. what I mean, if you look at it like food. Go ahead now. What are you gonna say? We've told our crackhead stories of when we first smoked and shit like that. Do you have any, like, crackhead stories when you first smoked? Uh, crackhead stories? Like, just doing some dumb shit? Yeah, like, tell like, an example how you smoked. Like, uh, I smoke, I, we used to break a can down, a can yeah. down, smoke oh, out yeah. of a can. Yeah. But then I also used to uh, low-key take a, a pen cap. Oh, yeah, with the aluminum? Yeah. Yeah, and twist it, the oh, aluminum w- and then twist the top. I would put a lug nut in at the top. Oh, I didn't get that. I didn't have lug nuts. And then I would put the weed in there <laughs> and then smoke that. I'm like, dang, like, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I did all that, bro. That's the aluminum, you know what I mean? The the gravity bongs with uh-huh. the arrowhead cans and yep. tear them up at the bottom and go, gravity into, bongs and go in the bathtubs and fill up the bathtub and... You ever yeah. did apple? Apples, bro. Pen, yeah. the, the the tip of the pen. I mean, yeah. anything. When you're young, hole, you definitely try to smoke every single week. Anything that had everything. a hole and yeah. had a passageway yeah. for smoke yep. became a, p- a, a piece, pi- a, yeah. <laughs> an item to smoke. Bro, out of. <laughs> I don't think I've really. I used to rent out this apartment when I was like between 23 and 26 <laughs> or whatever, and uh, or this room at this house. Yeah, and I would smoke a piece in my room because I didn't want to go outside. But Whoa. I would uh, <laughs> or weed. But I would. But I would get this toilet paper. The yeah, the 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 toilet paper. The, yeah, the, put the, a little air, air dryer thing in there with yeah. a rubber band. You blow and, in then there. A rubber, and then tissue at the end and Pause a rubber band. The end, and then, and then I would blow in there and then would it smell? Pause. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yo, this shit. I seen a video on that on YouTube. Yeah. I was like, yo, this shit really works, yeah. bro. Yeah. Funny yeah. ass fucking yeah. shit I used yeah. to do. He bro. smoked in the airplane and he actually blew it on accent stuff, blowing it in the toilet and flushing one yeah. time. Oh yeah. yeah. He was yeah. like sitting in there and he was like, shit. fuck. Yeah. I'm yeah. looking out to smoke yeah. like shit and bricks. I, I start to believe, you know, personally that I think those things work, but I think the re I think they work to a certain extent uh-huh. and i think if our parents let it slide it was just because they gave us props for effort yeah but i think at the end of the day once you lit the, bud the whole house first, smells like that yeah. it's already gonna smell right you know what i'm saying right. just the initial light up yeah and there's gonna be you know what i mean so I, linger, feel, I feel like i feel like they letting the slide just do to like yo you know they trying don't yeah. leave that apart you know <laughs> when you let a blunt in a place like let's just say casino yeah. or somewhere <clears throat> tell me why the energy takes a smell 200 feet in every direction. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you literally just go like this. You got a flesh price blunt, you go, smells. Boom. Yeah. That's yeah. what I mean, even without having to hit it. So imagine. 
A lot of times we out in our bedroom. Hey, but whatever. what's the craziest place or the craziest way you ever smoked? Craziest place, craziest way. Oh my god. Either or. Craziest place. Craziest place that I've ever I, smoked. Like I smoked on top of my middle school. Yeah, I mean uh, during yeah. school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not the smoking part, because I guess, you know. Don't I, do that, kids. Right, 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 right. I used to take psychedelics during school. Oh, shit. So. Like mushrooms? Acid and stuff. Oh, and like during class? Yeah, like, during school. Like and, during high school? And, yeah, absolutely. And career so days and stuff. Talk about it. So like, career days? Remember career days? <laughs> yeah. I used to be a career day blasted. Like you're the you're student a or the career friend. person? Yeah, no, no Bro, I was a student. <laughs> Bro, I was like, I'm not Yo. <laughs> Bro, I was like, I'm not about to be none of these careers. I'm about to be high as fuck. Yeah, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> yeah, I used to, yeah, yeah. Were you the, the, answer my question. Were you the career person? No, no, I was a student. I was a student, bro. So you would be asking it out. How the hell does that feel like? Uh, interesting. But it was just funny. You find everything funny. Uh, I prefer it over shrooms, if, if just to get into that topic. But uh, it's just it's just funny, you know, at that time, especially because it's the beginning of you experiencing it and stuff. And I and I was using it quite often. So it was. I like to use it in different environments to see how I could hang, like to see how I could make sure the environment don't manipulate me, and I could control myself throughout its manipulation because those type of shits take you somewhere else, no matter where you at. So. It was my way of always testing my my strength and my mind and shit. Like mm. you know what I mean, but always laughing, like uncontrollably. So I kind of want to pivot. So a little So if you bit. see Joe's face, you're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just yeah. kidding. It'd be trippy, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of want to pivot a little bit because I want to get into the weed industry because you've been in the game for yeah. a while. Yeah. Like compared to what it used to be when it just started, right? Mm -hmm. And where it's at now, what do you think of like the overall like? I guess I would say the process of getting, let's just say, opening up a dispensary, the the whole tax from the metric and shit like that that we got to pay. Mm. Like, yeah, what, I think, what do you I think, think it's just a bad this? look. It hurts, it hurts the game. It just hurts crazy. the game. Yeah. yeah, the taxes just hurt the game, man. That, that That's really the big switch up. The taxes and one of the big things, uh, that's the truth also, you know, however anybody, it's, it's also the limitation on how much you could buy. Mm-hmm. You know, limit, you eight, uh, like eight limitations on how much you could buy and also, also taxes. Eight. It sucks, man. Yeah. Because, I mean, who are you to tell somebody who does want to spend two, three thousand dollars and does want to buy a whole bunch of shit? Mm -hmm. They're going to buy it somewhere anyways. You're right. You know what I'm saying? And that's limiting that the business. Yeah, because the normal is uh, ounce, right? The most someone could buy <laughs> weed or flour. You know what ounce. makes me really upset, though, at the topic? So California really wants to, like, save off of trash and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So you can only have one gram cartridge. You can have more than one gram. Like imagine having a two or three gram cartridge, and that will save so much other packaging. And then the customer can buy it like a, in bulk. You know what yeah. I mean, right there. Mm -hmm. And they can smoke on the thing for a long time. Like if you go nicotine over there, there's three gram freaking nicotine things that last or like ten thousand puffs and shit. You feel yeah. me? And yeah. I'm like, okay, for, how come you can't have th like three point five grams of weed inside of one product? Yeah. Yeah. Is you yeah. can buy eight the weed, but the, you can't buy eight the concentrate. You can buy actually twenty four like grams of weed, like an ounce, mm -hmm. but you cannot buy one, at one time. And but with uh, you can't yeah. buy more than eight grams of concentrate. Yeah. So I don't know how they did that math. The math is not mathing. No, the math is not mathing. And then per POS, it also doesn't make sense because sometimes those save the, the environment, in California. 
let us do more than one grand vapes. Mm -hmm. And people will love those. Yeah, yeah. So limitations to answer that yeah. and taxes, you know. People got to be able to buy more. Yeah. And, and then there's also like And this, not buy for as much. Yeah. I just feel like it's making it harder for these dispensaries or these brands to stand on their own two feet. Yeah. Without having to do the other shit. Stuff's a lot of creative outlet too that we oh, want to do. Big time. Yeah. I mean, big time. And everybody knows it. It's yeah. not it's not a mystery, you know. We have to work around the guidelines. Yeah, it's not a mystery. It's not a mystery. Everybody knows it. And they're and everybody's being forced to, <coughs> you know. It's it's puppeteers doing it. They know what you're doing. They're forcing you to do it. Yeah. They know you if you're surviving, it's you have to make, make certain decisions to survive. Right, right. Because they're limiting your true survival. You know, by what they do with their laws and taxations and stuff. So I'm totally against it. I think I think it's terrible, um, and you got to kind of just ride with it. Yeah. You know, that's why right now it's really just important to have a solid business. You know, have at least consistent sales. Keep your valuation. You know, now we're speaking words like mergers, acquisitions, valuations. Everything's so corporate, but mm -hmm. it's what you got to do. Unfortunately, and yeah. fortunately, you know. And I feel like 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 what we talked about how like. Pounds used to be three thousand over two thousand. Now it's twelve hundred, mm -hmm. fifteen hundred, whatever. Like dispensaries, like you go. There's so many dispensaries now in California or in, well in L.A. Mm -hmm. that like you could get the same product five bucks cheaper. So now like I just feel like the game is getting not saturated, but it really matters. Like because there's so many different businesses, it really matters that you stamp yourself by marketing your brand, mm -hmm. your business consistently. I put a lot of back end doing, work. Yeah, a yeah. lot, a lot of, of events, shit. a lot of. And I bring this up because a lot of people are like, you like when you hear people. I bet you you hear it too. Like you tell people you're in the cannabis industry. Like yeah, damn, there's a lot of money in that, but you also need a lot of money yeah. to survive in in, yeah. in the cannabis. They're industry. They're trying to kill all the mom and pop uh, shops, pretty mm -hmm. much. If you got uh, like a lot of these corporate dispensaries that got a lot of dispense, like a lot yeah. of money in the backing and stuff, mm -hmm. those are the only ones that can survive and pay those taxes and pay their employees yeah. and pay their bills on time, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Other than that, a lot of these people aren't even paying their bills on time, yeah. like. They know they're gonna get their product and not pay you back, and they're all nice about it, and then they block your number. And like, bro, the industry's so tiny. How are you gonna keep doing that? Eventually, yeah. it's gonna, like, yeah. you're, you're they're just in there for the quick haul. And then there's people that are working their ass off trying to grow brands and stuff. Yeah, that are like some some people are trying to gatekeep. Yeah, some brands are trying to pay other brands so they won't be on the shelf. Mm -hmm. It's like a lot of dirty things that are going on in this game. There's a lot of politics when you see it. And when you're in your own lane, trying to do dope things and creating something for the people, yeah, we're in a war. We're fighting against this. Yeah, 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 big time. It, I think, and I think, it, it's like a, it's not a like a war that with like violence. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a mental warfare at this point to see who will survive. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. a lot of these mom and pop dispensaries. I'm like, hey, how you doing? He was like, dang, because I gotta pay taxes too. But they're like the CDTFA is like literally on us and trying to yeah, pay taxes. Yeah. Like I was telling Marco, the smartest thing to do is like, look, the the brand, like, so the how it works is the customer has to pay the tax, right? Mm -hmm. To the dispensary, and the dispensary has to pass on that tax to the uh, the uh, CDTF, uh, CDTFA, which is the tax board for the mm -hmm. government, for the state of California. For the state of California, yep. For, let's just say for the state of California, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of these, uh, uh, like, dispensaries, bro, they pay a lot of these vendor off, and then some shit doesn't sell, and they have to pay that, and they have to pay their employees, so they're not managing money correctly, right? And they're not getting that tax money put into the side. They're not getting the profits put into the side, and their overhead they're not putting into the side. You know what I mean? And the re-up money, that was the overhead. You yeah, feel me? Yeah. Man, you're fucking off your re-up money. You're fucking off your profit, <clears throat> and you're fucking off your tax money. Yeah. If you're a big corporation, you can keep compiling that and show it over... 
the thing, you know what I mean? You mm -hmm. took the loss, but you created something in the time period of time and you survived. Now you're a dispensary because they lowered the taxes mm -hmm. and now you can survive. Mm -hmm. That's the game plan, bro. It's mm -hmm. so crazy. Yeah. They're not going to lower the taxes until a lot of these people can't survive. No. So they call it a uh, survivor of the fittest. So basically, like, part of the dispensary's issues, too, with everything you're saying is basically I feel like most dispensers are trying to do terms or nets. Uh -huh. And for a business standpoint, it makes sense. But I also feel like some dispensaries are using the term to give them time to pay off other people that they owe because the business yeah. might have been slow. Yeah. So they're trying to pay off the orders that they took in. And it, I feel like that's affecting this industry as well. That's uh, not correct. Yeah, that's not that's horrible, bro. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I think we we're talking about that yesterday briefly. And <clears throat> to be honest with you <clears throat> and, and for the audience... It's it's always been that way. Yeah. Um, that hasn't changed. That's always been the mentality, uh, and it's always been any. I've always been on the ownership mm -hmm. or the retail side of things. So I've always been the one that had to serve all these people. I'm talking about since day one. Mm -hmm. Anybody in the valley knows me. Anybody from the when any any of these places, I've been pumping stores. That's what I'm known for. Mm -hmm. I'm, I've been pumping stores, like you know what I'm saying. So. I know the store, my, the mind of the owner hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. You feel me? The mind of the guy who's always owned it or has the mentality and has the bread has not changed. Mm -hmm. The language has only changed. Mm -hmm. And I used to educate people and tell them that in our times, the word was consignment. Mm -hmm. Now the word is terms. Mm -hmm. But when you would walk in with your packs to sell a, a pound to a shop, because that's before there was brands and shit. Mm -hmm. How would people have their product? Is because a grower would pull up and Turkey bring some bags. packs, yeah. and then you'd have to buy it, yep. right? So that's Watch. just how it is. So bad. And that's how it always was. Mm -hmm. And that's what I come from since it began. Yeah. And with that being said, consignment was the word to be cautious of, mm -hmm. right? But it's turned into terms. Mm -hmm. But consignment always came with the idea of I'm not planning on paying you back mm -hmm. because all it is is like we discussed. It's the bank. Yeah, it's just it's the banking thing. It's all we've always called it the bank. You know, you use whoever sells the most because obviously that one sold out, but you owe other people. You just start. It's like a bank. Yeah, I you can either create your, the relationship with the bank or you can like literally get in debt with the bank. Yeah, yeah, and and it's one of those. And then obviously their situations. You know, I know where I've I've been around for a minute. That's why I have some established relationships and some good ones because wherever I was at, whoever I rocked with, I did my absolute best that they got paid yeah. throughout my twenty years of doing it. In some cases I couldn't always pull the string as best as I would like, but I tried because mm -hmm. I knew everybody's intention. Mm -hmm. I rock with all these people behind the scenes. I know how everybody thinks. Yeah, I taught them. You know what it made me do? I taught them how to think how they think. Yeah. You know what you know it made what me saying? do, bro? Marco? Yeah. It's conniving. It's wicked. It it's made sad, me, but it it's made the me truth. turn everybody, <laughs> it made me turn all my accounts that I had net into COD. Yeah. COD is my favorite word right now. Yeah. Yeah. Cash on drop. Yeah. Yeah. COD. Yeah. I want my money here. I want my money now. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's very sad, but it, it's. Because I know, I know what my brand sells, right? Mm -hmm. If my brand sells, why wouldn't you pay me on time or just give me a, a, a head so you can pay everything off in the thing? Yeah. Why are you just holding that money? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I always have this mentality yeah. that I, I've been saying for the past 2023, which is really working. If you ain't got $5,000, I can't fuck with you. Yeah. 
Because yeah. if you don't got that five thousand dollars, like you're just gonna use me as a bank instead of build. You period, feel me? Period. Especially period. if you've been open for a bit. Yeah. If you're a new store and you're opening. Yeah, yeah. And you feel advice, me? Let, let's build a relationship on a few drops on the order, yeah. and maybe let's do net seven. You know what I mean? And then uh, when you pay me back, that's good. Yeah. But it's better right now. These brands are getting smart because now they're doing, like, they hardly ever offers uh, net, right? But their COD price is way better than the net pricing. So it doesn't make sense to pick up net when you can just pick up COD, right? right? So, that, that, and so you pay it all off immediately, and that's the way to fucking fix it. Yeah. And so if you're out there and you don't pay people off, and you're driving a G-Wagon, and you're doing that shit, yeah. you're probably pretty... Pretty stinky piece of vibe over there. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, what yeah. we were talking about earlier when so, uh, Joe, I don't know what it was. I don't know who I was talking about to. People, I think it was you. Yeah. When people have like all the outside stuff, but inside they're still shit. You feel oh, me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like they don't pay their bills back, there, but they're doing it big, right? Oh, yeah. That's my G wagon, my boy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's the name no, of the game. Kidding. It's, it's ugly, but it's, pay your bills back. It's like four things in life you have to be. Yeah, yeah. And pay for your brands, full. Don't assume. Don't take any per anything personal. Mm -hmm. I'm still working on that. And then uh, <laughs> what's it called? Do your best. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for brands, one thing I advise too, man, even even for the stores, man, like, you know, try to break bread even if it's not too much of something. You know, and as a brand, try not to always, Over depending who you are, obviously, you know, this is, every advice is for somebody else. You feel me? Like, everybody moves different. So I'm just advising this for the smaller guys. The same for the whoever trying to, do whatever y'all trying to do. I get it too. But this is for the smaller guys that like it can hurt your pockets and you could get screwed over when you don't get paid. You feel me? Like he said, some people cannot get paid and still be all right for a little bit. Like just start small, man. You make sure you just get small orders. Somebody can't cash you out 950 bucks, 975 bucks, 1500. It's a red flag. Like why not test somebody out with such little digits? You know, I mean, of course, you know, people want the 5,000, 10,000 plus accounts. You I gotta, get that part. You got to build up to that. But it's like, damn, at least let me see you break bread. Yeah. And and as the brand, shit, let me not force you to fucking have to do so much. Why don't you just take a little then? Yeah. Just break some type of bread. Let me just see that. And even if it just got to stay that way, even if I got to come through every week or every few days because that's the only way we work, I'd rather do that because at least my transactions are going through right away. Yeah. So it depends, you know, how you want to do it. And as a store, money management, man. Yeah, man. And as a store, you should be able to do it that way as well. You know, not don't be, don't want so much. You, you ain't confident you can sell it all. Just break bread. Say, and if Yo, your bro. overhead's too high, that's on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're doing everything correct, but your overhead's high. You're gonna take that loss for a little bit until you come back up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And yeah. but don't don't burn bridges along the way. That's yeah. the worst thing. A yeah. few people have done it, and then I see them, and I, I see them all the time, and they're around me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just know the fact that eventually you got to pay back, but it's the feeling that. Before they pay back, like, bro, why do you, how many people do you do this with? Do you really live like that? And your reputation so screwed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not and then just I'll be in honest. weed, but anything in life. Just pay people back. Never owe anybody money. And you'll sleep better at night. That's financial freedom to me. We don't owe anybody a dollar. You can't leave this world without paying every single dude that you have back. It's because yeah. Yeah. there's always checks and balances at yeah. the end of that. And, and for the retailers, I'm going to speak for them, too. And just, you know, I can't just be one-sided. Since I play every side of the fence... And I'm on every side. I understand every side. Any side we could talk about, I understand it. Because, again, I was part of it. There was no blueprint when I was around. We created the blueprint. So anything you could talk about, we had to do. We had to learn it all, you know? So with that being said, even for the retailers, I have to speak for them, too. I get the mentality as to why, too, though, you know? Because unless you're coming in with a lot of dollars, you do need variety. You do need a lot of things, you know, that also equates to your sales. So... 
to their defense in a sense, you know, you got to kind of hope just like some of us do in real life that you hope somebody fronts you something, you know, I know the cats, that's another front. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's no different than somebody who says, I'm gonna front you something. So it's one of those where it's like, you got to pick and choose and yeah, you're against it, but you kind of have to be for it. Depending on what side of the fence you're on, it, you have to look Marcus, at it. Marcus, you want to make it easier? You feel what I'm saying? It's just, it's just the way it is. What would make it easier if it was federally legal and it's like anything else if you don't pay it back? Ticket to, you could take it to like. That would make it far easier, but there's no collections. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no way to get your money back. I know, because it's not federally. You yeah. know what I mean? So people take advantage of they that, They take too. advantage of that. They've been taking advantage of that, you know? They that, but they just lose out. their license, and then they'll go buy another one. Yeah. That's an asher right there, my guy. Which one? Oh, this one right here? Yeah. Okay, sure. My bad, bro. bro. My, got I went home. to my boy's shit. You know what I yeah. mean? My bad. Y'all seen that? Oh, y'all seen nah, that? Just, uh, you know? Hey, so you learn not to do that shit in prison, you know what I mean? You don't, <laughs> You feel me? You don't go don't through. You don't, you don't my, reach. My, you don't my, go through. You don't even supposed to go yeah, that way either. Play. You feel me? Funny, <laughs> hey, craziest thing is, you know what the first You're thing? You're good, my guy. You done. The first thing, uh, <laughs> the first thing ever sold on the internet, you know what it was? What? Uh, weed. Weed. My man, you know I had to say it because he... Uh, yeah. <laughs> weed. Weed was like the knew. first thing ever sold on the internet. <laughs> this is back in like 1972. There's no eBay. There's nothing. There's no credit cards. They ain't shit, but what they did have, they traded stuff. Mm-hmm. Feel me? Mm-hmm. So when they traded stuff, that was a transaction. And there was some kids out in San Francisco that did this. Yeah. That's insane. That's crazy. Yeah. And it's fucking weird. Do you think they were scared? They're and, like, ni- oh. and what was it? 1972? 76, no? 76? 72. 72? Okay. Trust yeah. it. No, that's dope. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yo. Retention. They call me retention. No, anything how- you say, I soak it up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bro, weed is just cra- a, a crazy, a crazy, I don't know what term I want to use. But it's, it's like a crazy, let's just say medicine yeah. that's grown over time that's now become recreational and used everywhere, bro. Like everywhere. You smell weed everywhere. You everywhere. Oh, big time. Yeah. Big time. And, and now it's just like, who gives a fuck if I smell like, like weed? You know what I'm saying? Like I said, it's damn near on every fucking corner now, bro, before... You just have to go find the corner. Oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah, like yeah. That, you know? Yeah. It'll get delivered to you nowadays, you know what I mean? Like, yes, yes. I used to put eye drops in. Yeah. Cologne yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Lotion on my hands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, All my, the nine yards. Change my shirt. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, you know what's I go crazy? everywhere. Yeah, I forget. Yeah. Since, since 2001, uh, actually even before that, when I had to do in high school, like, well, anyways, I work corporate jobs. Mm-hmm. And, and done the street shit. I always had a blend of the two. And my thing, I used to tell my homies, and they used to trip out, but I had a motto. I went to all my interviews and everywhere, super blazed, super blunted, mm-hmm. super lit, eyes super red. And I always got my job. And guess what? The reason I did that is because if that's how you hire me, then that's not why you're going to fire me. Mm-hmm. That's how it looked like. You know what I'm saying? Like, if that's how you hire me, that's not why you're going to fire me. Yeah, yeah. What, you going to fire me for how you hire me? Yeah. I would look blazing shit when you liked me, and you said, come work. So what you got to say now? And I've been having that attitude forever. Hey, California passed a rule. (laughs) Before even what is taboo, it didn't matter to me. Now it doesn't matter at all, because California passed a rule that all employees can be high at work, and then you can't get fired off that. Yeah. They cannot fire you off of being high. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. They can yeah. fire you for being lazy, yeah. but yeah. they cannot fire you for being high. Yeah. Right. And, and let me take it a little deeper because back in the day, I think to be able to do it without the rule, it says something more about your character, though, because it says something about your performance. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, any human, no matter how faded, no matter what you're doing, when you're worth something and you do your shit right, people will overlook all your all your all the bullshit. Yeah, it don't matter unless what, you're what driving the fucking Yeah, what era or what bro, time? I used to work mm-hmm. at FedEx, deliver packages high as fuck, bro. Yeah. FedEx, yeah. Yeah. we get you high. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, now you know I ain't advising or nothing like that, but I'm telling a little story. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You feel me? I just ain't keep for the kids. Butt. You know what I'm yeah. saying? For no, fuck that, <laughs> fuck that. You guys call to be blunt, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bro, if my son, like, there's no look, I because I have a son. I don't know. If I you got can of girls. You know what I'm saying? I got four daughters, and okay, they're all okay. can of girls. You know so what I like, mean? So they all know my weed shit. Thirteen. Four, two, and a newborn. Thirteen, I was getting there. So, like yeah. me, like I'll ask you. You can you can respond after me. My son is obviously gonna know at some point I'm in the game, you know. Yeah. And I, I smoke like I smell like it. I don't smoke in my house. I smoke in my back house. But I come in smell like weed. I don't give a fuck. I'll roll up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. in the house, whatever. As long as he's not right there, we're good. Yeah. Um. But I know at some point he's gonna know that you know about weed. Yes. And I'm gonna have a conversation with him. I'm not gonna tell him no. But I'm gonna be. I'm gonna do my best to guide him. And be like, don't smoke while you're in school. Yeah. Don't smoke. Like, if you're gonna smoke, wait till you're home. Type shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just don't do it in stupid areas. Yeah, yeah. You hey, gotta my guide. little sister be sitting right there sometimes. I'll be breaking some weed down. But I remember years before, I made you be in a room anytime <laughs> anything happened, right? And I, and then like right when I start doing it, she gets up and goes to her room. I'm like, yeah, raise yeah, it correctly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are, are you? What are you gonna tell to your daughters? I'm gonna keep it a hundred. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it a hundred because I need them to. I need them to know. You know, just like my family, I come from a family that keeps it a buck. Uh-huh. We don't hide nothing. We are who we are. You know what I'm saying? And you gotta take it for what it is. Yeah. And um, we all. I'm all about full transparency. Mm-hmm. They know exactly how I move, what I do, and how I do it. Yeah. You but know what I'm saying? Are you gonna let them to be smoke? Black. Hmm? Are you gonna let them smoke weed? I, would ne- I won't deny them. Yeah. I won't deny them. Are you gonna try to set like little boundaries? I will I will set the boundaries accordingly and yeah. you know it's all case by case. Like right. don't go outside and smoke with a random person, come here uh, and if Oh yeah, that, that's mandatory. Yeah. You know, my, my eldest knows that. You yeah. know, and she and I tell her story, I have her read articles about me, I have her read things about me, I have you know, she's gone places, she's met people, she hears, she knows, she's seen. So she's aware. She's super aware, yeah. absolutely. Because cool. it's something I'd like for them to carry on. And then yeah. she'll lead the next one and the next one and the next one. Yeah. You're teaching them along, yeah. guiding yeah. them along. When yeah. you have kids, yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. Honestly, how I, uh, like, at first, like, I, with my little sister, I was like, yeah, da, da, da. Now it's like. Like, you sheltered no, no, I literally say, I say, let, like, I literally let her know. I used to shelter it, but now yeah. I'm like, let your brain develop. She goes, yeah, I understand. I looked it up, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, And it's cool. I was like, I'm just considered, I was like, cool, yeah. you feel me? Yeah. Because she knows I'm, the, like, the biggest chief of what I do. Yeah. And, like, yeah. how's it obvious for anybody around me not to know? Yeah. My fucking, nev- like, uh, cousin came up to me. I haven't seen them in, like, 10 years. He goes, Big Chief, I smoked that shit. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm yeah, like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah. Mac was right there, too, and he's seen it. That's funny. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, all right. There's like it's just part of my life, and then uh, how I do it, it's like I don't tell any kid to go smoke. You feel me? If, yeah. they're gonna, if your kids around me, they know I chief. I smell like weed. You know what my nephew say? He smell like fire. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. that's your daddy. But pretty much when I'm around it, it's like I would not light a blunt around a kid. Yeah, like yeah. literally, I have that too. And I'd be like, I'd be like, hey yo, I don't like people that. to the uh, room over there. I'll have the blunt in my hand. I even have the Kush. Yeah, yeah. feel me? They're not going to look at it like, what's that? You feel me? Sometimes they're like, what's that? I'm like, 
just stuff. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And they're like, okay, you feel me? I was like, hey, I'm just going to go over there, hang out. And they were like, they see cigarettes and he thinks the same thing. It, it's smoke. Then when they get older and you comprehend, they don't like cigarettes. I'm like, dude, I hate the smell of cigarettes. They're like, they don't like it, right? Well, are you going to let your kids smoke? Of course they want. Yeah. But the thing I'm not going to tell them, it's not bad. They want, there's no one's died from smoking weed. Yeah. Yeah. It is harmless. Yeah. I, I yeah. feel like I do want like my kids to at least wait till they're 17, 18 minimum. You mm. know? Same, bro. Because like, I do want. 17, 18 like, for sure. I'm not going to say weed affects you like completely, but it does affect you in some way, shape, and form. Like there's research on it. To me, it's nothing like crazier. Or, Too much or, of anything is bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah but like yeah, I absolutely. do want my kids to be able to like just be sober, you know, most of their kids. I would life. love that also. Hey, yeah, that really, that, you know, say that I, again, I talk about that. that. Well, but, sober. you know, I also just. Why uh, though? I'll, I just, in my opinion, I just feel like that stage of that 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 part of their life between like one and 18 is so valuable to show them how to live because after like 18, 20, they're not really going to fucking listen to their parents. They already have their own view of life, especially mm -hmm. nowadays. These kids are so much mature, much sooner. So they're at that point in high school nowadays, they're already going to know what they really want in life. So, But I want them to get to that stage. I don't want them to be confused. I don't want them to have any more mental issues or anything than what's already in front of them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I feel like drinking a lot at a young stage, uh, smoking a lot of weed or just partying a lot at a young stage, which I did party a little bit, but not enough to where it took over my life and it dictated my future. Mm -hmm. It was just like a small piece of that having fun little kid life. You right, know? right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Hey, but it's super important to be aware that's, that's of even being around. You got to tell these kids, anything white, Fuck no. Yeah. Green is good. And you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah and then yeah. what or is purple. what else is we what else is green? Money, <laughs> and, weed, yeah. trees. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Feel me? Yeah. Wealth. Yeah. <laughs> Everything yeah. green is good. Everything white is not good. Yeah. That's the white flag is the uh what is it called? Surrender. The surrender flag. Yeah. Don't surrender yourself, yeah. my boys. Yeah. You feel exactly. me? Yeah. Shrooms are like kind of brown though, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, but if yeah. you're younger, I don't recommend you doing shrooms do until shrooms. you get your mind correctly. Because yeah. look, uh, when you're on mushrooms, you really can like really think and think in very much levels, right? You don't want to think and overthink a thought that is not like there, and you're gonna really like scare yourself and put yourself into a bad trip and really give you anxiety a factor. You know what I mean? Like, I always recommend if you're out there or have any siblings or anybody around you that's younger and, like, around, like, this, like, you feel me? We're all around shit, high school, middle school, you know? The best piece of advice to give them is, like, let your brain develop and give yourself a chance. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? That after you could do whatever you want and then we'll guide you. Mm -hmm. If anything, and if you don't feel comfortable with that, it's totally fine. You know what I mean? But you can yeah. always come talk to us. And that's the factor of when that kid ignores all that factor but with that one day you remember you told him come you can talk, come to, talk to me he'll come to you when yeah. his time is right because he's going to go through what he wants to go through because they think they're right because yeah. we all did yeah. and they're going to come <clears throat> talk to him like, and you just take it to a factor of like yeah yeah, yeah it's totally fine da -da -da -da, and then guide them and then yeah. when you're younger you all, remember we had this conversation you're always trying to season your kids and guide your kids so that when they do get into that area and effect and they don't go by oh I like this oh yeah I like this too Feel me? Try to, oh, he likes the peer pressure aspect. Yeah. It's to that, a point where... So it's like maturity at that point. Obviously, we don't expect our kids at that age to be as mature as at this point in life that we're in. But, like, if you're there for them and you show them what's right and what's wrong, 
that helps their maturity. You know, that guidance. So big time. Yeah, that's it'll pop like, out eventually. Yeah. Some you know how your parents give you so much advice mm -hmm. that one day <laughs> that random piece of advice you're like, wow, I got you telling me. Yeah, that should come to handy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And you're like, oh shit, that's yeah. why he kept telling me that. My dad keeps telling me, you don't know what I feel until you have kids. Yeah, he tells me that every time I talk to him. I've seen my dad in like ten years. <laughs> I was like, because I know he misses me all of that, right? Mm -hmm. He goes, you don't know, you like, like, cause Joe has a kid and he loves being with his kid. You feel me? Like me with my dad, bro. My dad loves me. Like, like honestly, like he wanted to sit next to me, just like being around me. You feel me? But it's to the point where like, you can't take it. What was I talking about? Hold on. Having kids. Oh yeah, so having kids, right? So like, you literally is something so personal. You don't want your kids to fuck up and go do all these things if you're not a deadbeat dad. You know what I'm saying? But. He always tells me your your parents always give you advice and you don't listen until it happens to you and you're under, understanding. Mm -hmm. That's a big pack of, part of big life. Like we don't understand something until we feel it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So mm -hmm. having my kids smoke, yeah, not a problem. But don't smoke when you're ten years old mm -hmm. and at school. That's kind of dumb. Mm -hmm. So I mean, just make better choices. You guide them, and if they do do that. Oh, well, we all fuck up, but it's not how you start. It's how we finish. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's always how you finish. And that's the thing about me. I can't be a hypocrite because I love how I turned out. I'm not one of those people that could tell you I had a roller coaster life. Like, I always felt great mm -hmm. since my birth. You know what I'm saying? Until today. So it's like I never felt like I. there's no ever. It's always been the same. And even when I made those decisions, you know, so I just can't. I just for me, I'm more like in my life, I have to reflect. I started at 12 years old. Mm -hmm. I was a wild person. Now I don't wish that, and I hope you're the they third don't. person that smoked at twelve. What the fuck is yeah, going on? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm from I'm, twelve is yeah. a new thirty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you know, that's some, wild. We're, you know, we're some of us are born and raised here. You feel me? And it's our culture. It's what we do. It's how we get down. Yeah. And you know, I feel like I turned out all right. Yeah. So I just hope if those decisions are ever made at those ages, with my guidance. And hopefully with their willpower, they'll turn out all right. Yeah. But I'm like you, where I would hope naturally that they actually are sober for the rest of their life. Yeah. Mm. I actually like the sober life and the thing, but I, I'm too deep. I, it's, it's harder for me. I don't think I'm, there's anything I, wrong with smoking yeah, weed and not smoking like weed, it, it, though. No, no, there isn't. But, you know, I, I have my, my feelings towards it, and I feel yeah. like okay. there's something beautiful about people who sober can life. stay sober. That yeah. shit is powerful and strong. Yeah. I know how it is to give in to a lot of things. How many sober people do you know? My parents are sober. That's all I know. Yeah, like, my how mom, many sober my mama, people do you my know? Mama, Not a lot, my right? My mom, my mom. You can't even give her a little Vicodin without her crying and, and weeping because it's too strong and shit. Yeah. You know, my mama don't, don't yeah, so it's it's beautiful, actually. I find it. No I find, cigarettes. And I, no... Give, I give kudos to my sober heads because that shit is is. I don't know how you do it unless yeah. you got some other shit caffeine. going on. They, no, they be using caffeine. I'm about to say unless yeah, sometimes it's the yeah. caffeine. You feel me? Some people are caffeine addicts. They don't need weed. They need caffeine or yeah. Red Bulls or something. Yeah. Like the addiction is somewhere else. Exactly. Bro, you we all I mean? have our yeah. addiction. We're human, yeah. bro. Yeah. yeah. Some yeah. better than other. Some yeah. addictions really on ourselves it, better yeah. than other yeah. addictions. Like yeah. I was talking to someone the other day, and I like, you know, I was like to bring it back a little bit. I was sick for seven, eight days, but whenever I'm sick, I don't want nothing. I want to be sober, mm -hmm. even after I'm done being sick, two, three days after, I still won't do anything. Yeah. And then even when I come back to it, it's like, I I'm, I don't itch for a weed. I smoke it by a, like a real choice, like when I want. Yeah. Like when yeah. I wake up, I don't smoke weed. I had like five blunts in my smoke tray, uh, ready for me to smoke, but I didn't smoke till like 
I got in LA after I handled some business and now I'm here I'm smoking my first blunt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like I'm not addicted to it. Like I don't feel like I'm addicted to anything because I've challenged myself so much throughout my life and to be disciplined. And I got into a maturity level where I choose what I want, when I want, yeah. how I want to do it. Yeah. I don't let it dictate my life. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Uh, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's willpower. Yes, sir. Let's end it off with that. Yep. Thank you guys for joining us today. Uh, hopefully you get high. Last thing, the first place they probably got high is like they got a little fucking little pit. I seen it on Google. <laughs> they had a little pit. There's a picture of it right here. They probably threw a bunch of weed in there and had a little teepee hut. Shit. And they're inhaling that shit. Like, yo, I'm faded. <laughs> As that, thank you guys. Subscribe. Go like. Go share our shit. They're Comment. trying to fucking monetize our, not monetize, they demonetize our shit. And it's kind of shadow ban, bro. That's whack. That's whack. Yeah. Uh, y'all can really That's help us do, really expand. And uh, we would love if y'all comment below. Like, the comments mean the world to yes, us. So sir, We need that engagement. Appreciate you guys. That's what's See up. Ya. All right. Thank you for having <laughs> thank me. Thank you for having you. No, thank you for having me. You feel me? Thank you for coming, bro. Yeah, appreciate it, baby. That's funny. Feel me? Thank you for having me. Thank y'all. Great thank conversation, bro. You know what I'm saying? Had a good time? Yeah. It was smooth. Y'all got me in my little zone. Llama, llama, red pajama. I feel along with I'm a mama. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Baby, llama want to drink. Mama, llama at the scene. Uh-huh, uh-huh.